The Golden Knights extend the unbeaten start to 5-0 and as they win in Winnipeg. Late heroics from Jack Eichel last night, leading VGK to the 5-3 to road victory. We'll get to that and much, much more ahead right here on Locked On Golden Knights. Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi again, everyone. Tony Cardasco, Chris Golick on this WTF What the Friday edition of Locked On Golden Knights. We appreciate you all tuning in. We thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. And please subscribe on the YouTube channel. That is Locked On Golden Knights. So, Chris, the Golden Knights again, late heroics, a late goal. And last night it was Jack Eichel scoring a goal, which is 436 remaining in the game. And then they have the empty net goal by Nick Waugh. And VGK prevails 5-3. to three, And they wind up starting on the season 5-0. and oh, And they do have a seven-game win streak dating back to last season. And so for the VGK, uh, the last team to win five straight to start a season as cup champions, the 85-86 Edmonton Oilers. Uh, your impressions first of last night's contest won by the VGK as they continue to to really stack wins in the early part of the season, which will help them later on. And the Pacific stinks, too. The Golden Knights last night at times were a very good team. At times, they were not a very good team. Um, they talked about on the, on the broadcast, a, a real important thing to Coach Bruce Cassidy is winning games when you don't have your A game. And while I don't think... It's that completely applies to last night's game. It is something that is worth mentioning because the Golden Knights, they had some pockets where they just were kind of out there getting through the game. Maybe it's just because it's a road game. Winnipeg, not an easy place to play. The Jets are, although last night the Jets weren't that physical. We really expected uh, Coach Cassidy in the pregame thought there was going to be, it thought it was going to be a heavier, intense type of game. And again, two nights or two games in a row where the Golden Knights are going up against the team they defeated last season. So I thought the Stars gave the Golden Knights a really good efforts, you know, really wanted to pound them a little bit because they knocked them out. And Winnipeg, not necessarily. Um, can't get this far into the show without talking about Logan Thompson's just crazy save with uh, Wanda being like the shaft of his stick, just completely selling out. And, yeah, just it was good. It was good. So he's back. Yeah. Good. Cole Perfetti shot, and there was a lot going on, a scramble in front of the net, and that was a sensational save uh, by Logan Thompson, who had to make 36 saves last night. So a lot of saves, um, a lot of shots on goal for Winnipeg. Any concern there with the defense? No, I mean, there's going to be shots, and Alec Martinez, first game back, you know, that's going going to have highs and lows for the team, obviously. Uh the high, of course, Martinez uh, getting a goal off a nice William Carlson pass. And I think um, the first thing to mention about how that goal got set up was the game of Paul Cotter. Uh, Paul Cotter had a very good game last night. He did the two things that Cassidy tells the team to do. One, win your races. 
two win your battles. And that's pretty much how Paul Cotter got the puck away from, I don't know if it was Appleton or how he got it away from the Jets defenseman, got it to Carlson behind the net. Martinez found a soft spot and uh, boom. Uh, something I found interesting about last night, I pointed this out on Twitter about the second period. So flashback guys to 2017, 2018, the Golden Knights had a relentless forecheck under Gerard Gallant. The con to that was the fact that that team gave up a lot of odd man rushes and relied on Marc-Andre Fleury to bail them out. That's just what happens when you have the full court press basketball term. Um, last night, the Golden Knights had that kind of full press, full court press going, if you will. They were applying pressure at the opposite blue line and even deeper in, which is what led to uh, the Brett Howden Mark Stone connection for the Golden Knights second goal. But the key to that was the fact that the Golden Knights still were not giving up odd man rushes. Um, the two goals that that the um, Jets, well, one goal, one scoring opportunity, came off of weird busted plays. Um, Alec Martinez, his stick breaks early on in the game, leads to an odd man rush. That's nothing with the system. And then Mark Stone made just a terrible play, a bad decision, unfortunately, that, that led to Cole Perfetti's goal. But Outside of basically just two weird things that you don't see happen too often, the Golden Knights were able to apply pressure on the forecheck deep in the opposite zone while still limiting the odd man rushes. So that's something to watch for. And I think that's where Cassidy's coaching sometimes goes unnoticed. So maybe two games in a row we can give Cassidy the W for. Uh, Rick Bonus said his team is making some poor percentage plays and they're soft at times. I wanted to ask you. I agree with the soft part. Was that a uh, penalty on uh, Mark Stone on no. the Eichel goal? I mean, so listen, the TV didn't give the best wait, wait, wait. perspective. Were you watching state-run television or real TV? I was watching the highlights on NHL.com okay, of the game. Okay. I saw I saw the play live, which was on state-run, which uh, Nighttime Plus, actually, perfect night for me last night. Did so it actually work last been, night? Did it, it worked work? fine last night. It was per the only time it flashed a little bit was going to like a TV timeout or something like that. Otherwise, it was perfect beginning to end. So you got to point out both sides of it, I guess. Um, yeah. But going back to the power play goal that eventually won the game for the Golden Knights, the Eichel goal, you have Appleton chasing at the puck. If you watch, Appleton is selling out trying to dive and get the puck out of the zone. Theodore makes a nice play to keep it in, but... I watched all three angles that were shown on the replay, and I think Stone is whacking at a stick. Like, let's let's be clear about this, but that's what happens when two people are going for the puck. You are allowed to slash your stick in a downward motion as long as you are making contact with about the bottom third of the stick, and it's not overly egregious causing an infraction. But watch the play closely. Appleton is selling out either right as or even just before stone makes contact with him the optics were bad i thought it was a penalty when i saw it live in real time and i'm looking around like how is that not called but then when you watch the replay you know it was i mean both refs have a good view of it like the puck is right there so both officials their eye is on that puck it was not like it was something that happened behind the play or anything like that so the three angles i saw i thought it was a clean play appleton was selling was selling out and the optics just made it look bad of course that's maybe a homer's perspective people in winnipeg might think a little bit differently but the key to me is if you watch Appleton after the goal is scored, he takes his stick like a Louisville slugger and just bangs it full bore 
into the glass. He was mad at himself. He wasn't mad at the ref. He never looked at the ref. He never went to the ref. If it's that egregious of a play, you're at least going to, at the least, you're going to give the ref the stink eye. He didn't do any of that. Uh, we had Marcia So Howden, Martinez back from his injury, Nick Waugh, and of course the goal by Jackie Aces. Um, we've been tracking Ivan Barbashev and no shots on goal last night, Chris, and had that slashing penalty in the game. So I'm glad you brought Barbashev up. I put a tweet out about an hour and a half before the game. And oh, do I have it in front? I'd have it in front of me here, actually. So yeah. here's the one, two, three. Four. There were seven. This We're going back to the Tuesday night game right now. There were seven members, seven forwards that had more time than Ivan Barbashev in Tuesday night's game. Um, the notables on this list that kind of got my attention, uh, Cotter, Carlson, Nick Wah, of course, Eichel, Stone, Stevenson, Marchessault, which that's fine. But when you look at the Golden Knights who were within like 45 seconds of his, oh, he had 12.47 of ice time on Tuesday. Sorry, 12.47. Um, William Carey, I believe was, it was either William Carey and Keegan Cole, sorry, one was 12.45, one was like 11.40 something. So <laughs> point being is Barbashev only got 18 shifts in the game, six shifts each period, first, second, and third. Didn't take the ice after 2.35 left in the game. Didn't get out there in the overtime. So, you know, what's going on? And the penalty that got called on Barbashev in the third period, I mean, it wasn't great. It wasn't bad. I'm not going to say it was a bad call by any means. It wasn't a great call. But Barbashev, why is he putting himself in that type of position to get a penalty you know, 15 feet from the opposite goal. Like, that's my biggest issue with that. So something is not clicking with Barbashev right now. Just one goal, five games, and the concerning point isn't the goal, isn't the lack of scoring. He's turning away from checks. He's not finishing checks. He's just kind of, ooh, ooh, he's he's kind of out there come twying, come twying around the ice. There you ooh. go. You like that? I, I like, like that. that. Yeah. So, and maybe he's getting fat off of a new contract. Sometimes it's, that happens. It's fair. It's fair. I know Golden Knight fans just smash the mouse and they're gonna they're gonna chirp you for that one, Tony. But it's a fair comment. We see this all over sports where someone does get that deal and it changes things a little bit. He's a two-time Stanley Cup champion. Maybe it's going to his head. All right, relax, everybody. That's not necessarily the case here. That is something worth just pointing out. We are five games into us into the season right now. It's October the 20th. Maybe it's not a bad thing. Maybe if the Golden Knights start to struggle a little bit, maybe Barbashev becomes the one that carries this team for a little bit. It's There's 18 skaters, you know, a game. Everyone is not going to be perfect all of the time. So give Barbashev some time. Maybe it's just taken a little bit to click. Or, Tony, you mentioned this yesterday. I told you I was going to steal this from you at some points. Eichel is shooting at everything that moves. Eichel is shooting only early. only had three shots last night. Was that it? Wow, I'm I, I literally I pulling 20, up he's, right he's now. Up to 28, I think. Yeah, I think he's up to. Yeah, just there's three shots on goal last okay. night. Um, Barbashev, zero shots, one hit. Yeah. One hit. One hit, that's all we got is one blank, blank hit. You can't see that on the air. Who cares? No one's listening. Sorry. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Coming up Ma next. Major League. Move on. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, coming up next, we preview Saturday's VGK Chicago Blackhawks game on the road. We'll take a look at that when we return later on. It's WTF with the Friday 
Don't go away, folks, right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical has the offer of the Jace case. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use, and it gives you a peace of mind that you are not just hoping that you have access to medication. In the case of an emergency, I have my Jace case somewhere around here. And Jace case, uh, Jace Medical, make sure that you have the medication right there on hand. Jace Medical is so simple. Um, I even could do it myself. They handle everything from the online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. Don't get caught for the unprepared. Save more than $360. And you can right now use the promo code locked on for $20 off. Again, Jace Medical, an additional $20 off by using the promo code locked on at checkout at jacemedical.com. That's J A S E medical.com. Use the promo code locked on. We are also brought to you today by Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs makes you look good. A Bird Dogs uh, stretch khaki short is very good, well-designed, fits slimmer through the thigh, and definitely helps you to have a truly sculpted look. And I will not, uh, I wear those a lot, along with the new sweatpants. Those are really nice. The shorts fit well. Sweatpants are really good. And it, they actually feel very comfortable. I have to admit that. Bird Dogs uh, shorts do the same exact thing as Lululemon, but they fit much better. Make sure that you go to birddogs.com and uh, make sure that you use uh, the birddogs.com promo code LOCKDOWNNHL and you get a free white tech hat with any order. Birddogs.com. Oh, I'm sorry. Wrong promo. Use a promo code LOCKDOWN. I'm going to check this. Use a promo code locked on to get a free water bottle with any purchase. A free water bottle with any purchase. Birddogs.com slash locked on NHL. Welcome back to Locked On Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco, Chris Golick. I called an audible there, Chris, for you. That was my that was, that was like my recap last night that I uh foobarred on the first one. But we got it done. It takes two guys. This is this is kind of live TV. It takes a second. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Yeah, no, that was good up until the point that you just kind of slipped. Oh, yeah. I got cocky. I got complacent. You A little complacent? Okay. A little bit. A little bit, uh, a little bit. So we've got, uh, don't forget, coming up, WTF with the Friday. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel, Locked On Golden Knights. And so Golden Knights travel to Chicago for Saturday's game. They meet the Blackhawks, Chris' favorite team, and rookie Connie, Connor Bedard. Uh, the Blackhawks off to the and yeah, Connor Bedard. The Blackhawks are off to a two and three start. Okay. Cellar dwellers, Blackhawks, High Rent District, Vegas Golden Knights. Oh, it's not WTF just yet. Why in the world? Why in the world did Chicago have to start with five consecutive road games? I mean, this, it, this should be the schedule that the Stanley Cup champions should be playing right yeah, now. It's pretty good. Um, so, I mean, this is going to be maybe an early WTF here because I have it for my WTF notes, but the, the, the NHL starts the Chicago Blackhawks on, in my opinion, just an inexplicable five game road trip. Why are they doing that? Because they want to parade Connor Bedard. Like that's the only logical reason. Now, maybe something's happening at the United Center in Chicago for two weeks, but 
I always remember growing up a Blackhawks and Bulls fan for that matter. There was the circus trip. It was always in November when the circus came to town and it was always a five or six game road trip for both teams. So I don't think they moved the circus up to mid-October in Chicago. Maybe they did. I don't know, but it's a tough spot for the Hawks. And how many times do we hear this as Golden Knight fans? The first game back from the road trip always spells trouble. Now, the Madhouse on Madison, where the where the Blackhawks play, is going to be very excited. It's the beginning of a new era with Connor Bedard. So maybe that neutralizes things a little bit. I don't know, but it's going to be a tough spot. I'll uh, once you start going, Tony, I'll see if we have an early line on tomorrow's game. But I would think I would peg uh, the Golden Knights as minus two fifty or better without even looking. Okay, three points in five games for Connor Bedard, who's skating on that Taylor Hall. Ryan did not which is align, fine, which is fine. He's doing okay. He's a rookie. He's doing good. Yeah, and then shut out last night. They were shut out uh, four to nothing. Was the final twenty eight scoring chances through four games, and then I quit looking up numbers last night. Um, and Peter Mraz Bedard has twenty eight scoring chances. Is that, that that's what you're saying, or yeah, through four games. Okay, and that's then cool. I don't know what he did. Like, well, I don't know what he had last night. Yeah, give me uh, one. Yeah, they're not very well. No, they've actually been pretty decent in goal. I stand corrected here. Um, Arvid Soderblom now a 955 save percentage leads all goalies on goal saved above expected. And so if they put him in that, that'd be good because Morazic took the L, I think, last night. Right? Morazic is not, Morazic is on the Hayden Hodgson plan. He's not a very good goal, he's not a very good player. Not a very uh, good player. Keep going. I'm still looking for that. No, I don't have much more about this team. I mean, what else is there to say? No, I, mean, Ryan, I got a little Ryan bit saying, here. Ryan, Ryan Reeves saying that Corey Perry's not tough. I thought that that was pretty funny chirping away. Uh, yeah, they had some good chirps going on, the other definitely. Night against Toronto Perry. So still can't find a line for tomorrow night's game yet, but I'm sure there'll be one out there sometime. And what did you say it would be? What did you say? I think I think Vegas is minus 250 or better tomorrow. Maybe a little bit lower because you might get some late action. Just people... Kind of hoping first home game should be pretty happens. big though for Chicago. Should be oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be great, and I'm fire. excited for my Blackhawks friends who are big fans of the team. But look at the stats a little bit. Corey Perry leading the team in points. Now that's a good thing or not? One goal, three assists. I think Corey Perry is playing down on lines too, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Connor Bedard. I mean, that's going to be the focus here right now, obviously. And a lot of people have, you know, pegged him to get into that 80 point range as a rookie. I still maintain if he gets in the 60 point range it's a good season right he's on a team that you know i mean the blackhawks had some surprises right they beat pittsburgh on opening night they go to toronto and beat the leafs and then obviously they have a couple tough games in the middle there too so they're learning they're finding their way and the goalies are you know who they are unfortunately so that's not going to make things a whole lot easier but it's going to be fun to watch the hawks and fun to see how they develop around Connor Bedard. I thought Taylor Hall going there was a good move to help give a little bit of guidance. Corey Perry is there to help him and protect him to a degree. And uh, I, I did enjoy the chirping up and back uh, between Reeves and Corey Perry. But the best part about that game, Corey Perry got the equivalent of just this amazing beer league goal where you're chirping some clown in the first row that's, you know, watching the game randomly so Corey perry literally walks it in it's the slowest breakaway in the history of the universe but he gets in untouched scores the goal what does he do afterwards he just points at a leafs fan in the front row and just starts uh 
giving him some crap. So I, I, I love it. I, I think Corey Perry, he's uh, he's 31 teams are going to hate him, but the one team he's on, he's going to be loved. And I think he's fun. I think Corey Perry is so much fun to watch. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Probably a wide open game coming up tomorrow night in Chicago. Coming up next, it is could be track me. Could be. WTF. What the Friday coming up next right here on Locked On Golden Knights. Mark Stone scores a hat trick. VGK wins the Stanley Cup. And if you want to win 100 times your money, play daily fantasy hockey on the Sleeper app. That's right, the Sleeper app. These are all the possible scenarios that are here for this season. But to have a chance at winning big, you need to play. You have to be in it to win it, so to speak. So play daily fantasy hockey on the Sleeper app. As the official daily fantasy app of the Lockdown NHL Network, Sleeper is our top choice for daily fantasy sports, especially daily fantasy hockey. With Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contest. And all you need to do is pick your players. Entries can take up to one minute, really, to get all those in. And there's a lot of studs around the league, like Connor Bedard, aforementioned, Jack Eichel, David, McCarr, all those guys. And all you need to do is pick more or less the stats for stars. So choose the stats like goals, assists, saves, plus minus, which I really like, and much, much more. You heard us, VGK fans, 100-time payouts on Sleeper. So start paying attention. Get your picks in right. Get them there so you could win big on Sleeper. Use the promo code LOCKEDONNHL, and you'll get up to the $100 match on your first deposit. Again, terms and conditions apply. That's Locked On NHL on the Sleeper app. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. We are back. Locked On Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco, Chris Golick from Las Vegas. We appreciate you making us your very first listen each and every day. Subscribe to our terrific YouTube channel and leave your WTF, What the Friday comments, wherever uh, you can check us out and so we've got a lot going on here for wtf a lot of good chirps from uh, the folks out there and what have you i just want to start off with well wtf chicago playing five consecutive road games it's pretty stupid and vgk playing this rigged schedule wtf uh the big head hockey though yesterday uh they had some stats uh since the 2023 all-star game for the vgk golden knights are 47, 8, and 7. 47, 8, and 7. WTF. Your mic? Your mic's off, bro. <laughs> I said, is that good? Like That's it. what I was saying. I, I WTF Golic for turning the mic off. So I, I like that. I, I, I have like a minor and then a major WTF. My minor WTF, as I got my list here, I wrote down the word healthy. I'm trying to figure out why I wrote it down. I don't know why I wrote it down. So I don't know. WTF, my handwriting and my my brain right now not working. Is it on a napkin? Is it on a napkin? No. It's not a a post it note. Not a post it note. All right. So, um, but no, I will start with this is pretty good. A Vital Vegas, great follow. Just, uh, you know, everything Vegas and chirp and everything out there. We have F1 coming up, right? Something near and dear to every Uh local's heart right now. Uh And shout out to the Aces for winning the championship and having nowhere to have a parade as well, unfortunately. But, Thinking about F1 coming up right now. So huge money grab. At the end of the day, if Vegas gets hundreds of millions of dollars and it helps some somehow like the schools or something, it's not going to. But if it does, 
I guess that's a good thing in the end and maybe worth all this crap that we're all dealing with when we drive to the strip right now. But airline tickets, super expensive. Rumors of flights not having any seats sold around that time because the airlines are getting involved in the cash grab. Now you have rumors of hotel rooms being available because all of the resorts around the strip were just charging you know, there's a comma in the price of a room around F1 when it's normally a $60 room at a random place. So now instead of these crazy F1 deals where $5,000 gets you one night in a crap room and one you know ticket to watch a lap of the race or something like that, now places are starting to offer comps around F1 weekend. An email was sent out to people that had tickets. I believe it was on like the Harmon bleachers or something like that. The F1 people, whoever this is, said, we're going to enhance your experience and we're going to move you instead of by the finish line and this really exciting place. You're going to get the VIP seats over at the sphere by the Venetian on turn 12 or something like that. So point being is everything was leading up to this huge occasion where people are going to spend so much money when they come here, but people aren't buying tickets. People are not buying hotel rooms. People are not buying flights right now. So all this crap that you're dealing with, that I'm dealing with, that everyone is dealing with, it's not even going to have the payoff for our lovely city that we all needed. So huge WTF F1 Vegas, huge shout out Vital Vegas for keeping us abreast of what's really happening with all this crap. Can I say crap? I said it three times. It's all good. WTF. Uh, WTF. Can we say WTF? I can say crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can say whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, WTF from Chris Condos. You're a good buddy. Yes. yes. <clears throat> the three stars of the game last night. The number one star was Alex Ayafalo. He was the number one star. And then Logan Thompson and Mark Stone. <laughs> That's You talk about homerism. Remember VGK did something similar last year? Yeah, and I don't know who does who does the voting. I mean, I'm I'm in the the PHWA right now. Maybe they'll give me a vote now. Who knows? We'll see. Oh, okay. Yeah, wow. So you're moving on up. Yeah. Uh, WTF? I wrote I wrote, from, I wrote a check from Tommy Vegas at Darth Tommy seven seven four. WTF? Asking for a friend. Could this fear ever host a VGK game? I think that that's pretty cool. Uh, Tony, you've been inside. What you think about it? That would be sick. Uh, I mean, everyone would be facing the same direction. You could, you know, watch everything on the screen. I don't know. I don't know that it would work. Theoretically. Uh, No, 17,000. What are you talking about? That the floor space is big enough. The floor space. You could put the rink in there. You could put the rink in there. But everyone would be facing just one direction. So I don't know that that would work. But it would be kind of cool. We'll start with the draft, maybe some WWE events, and we'll see where we build it up the, to. The draft would be awfully good. Uh, WTF, WTF, Larry DeLeon, at Larry underscore D Street. WTF, now that the Las Vegas Aces went back to back, you think the Golden Knights can do the same? If they do, I'm sure it will be rigged somehow per at Tony Dasco. You are absolutely that was, right. That was such yeah, a good he's start abso- there. No, he's, a good absolute, no he's, a, he's absolutely good correct. Starts. He's correct. 
this league is rigged, and you know that it's you know absolutely now that the Blackhawks they don't have a last place schedule these teams. Instead, they put them on the stinking road for five straight games. WTF? Go ahead, man. So on that note, not the rigged part, Tony, but on that note, the NHL deserves a huge WTF for what they're doing to Connor Bedard right now. Call it what it is right now. The, the league is showcasing. Connor Bedard, why else would the Blackhawks start in Pittsburgh, go to Boston, then Montreal, then Toronto, then Chicago? So if we're looking on a digital map that we don't have, he's all the way here, all the way here, and then he start, goes back here to Chicago. Like It's just such a joke what the NHL is doing to get Bedard showcased five games into his career as, what, an 18-year-old or something like that. He's still a kid, guys. The human element gets overlooked so much. So much to the point where the Blackhawks said in Toronto, maybe this was a subliminal finger, middle finger, there you go, to the league. The Blackhawks did not make Bedard available to the Toronto media pregame or postgame. I thought that was a brilliant move because you know the Toronto media is going to chirp. You know that's going to piss off everyone up there to the point where they're going to start making noise. And the Toronto media did. They felt shunned by the Hawks. They felt shunned by Bedard. I thought that was a great move. And Elliot Friedman had a had, um, a good article about showcasing the NHL stars, but not just in the you know offseason and preseason and all that, but once the season starts. So the comparison I draw right now is how many interviews in media scrums and promotional things have you seen from Connor McDavid since the season started versus the league just cramming Connor Bedard, you know, on your screen, on your Twitter feed and everywhere. And like, I get it. I get it. The the league is trying to showcase him fine, whatever, but let the dude play. He is worn out right now. Taylor Hall, uh, Blackhawks forward had some comments as well about it right now. It's not right. It is not right what the league did with the Blackhawks. It's not right what they're doing with Bedard. There's a proper mix. And just to close it out here, Sidney Crosby um, was asked about what advice would he have for either himself or Connor Bedard as a rookie in this league. And Crosby's response was, I would have said no more often and taken more time for myself and uh, my teammates and stuff like that. So Crosby being the um, ambassador that he is for the Pittsburgh Penguins, every appearance he possibly can do, everything he can possibly do to help the team, it takes a toll. It takes a toll on you. And we're seeing it with Bedard. We're seeing it with the Hawks. And hopefully as the season progresses, Bedard can just play hockey because that's what we want to see from him. So WTF NHL, WTF Toronto media as well for uh, for getting all uh, bent out of shape. WTF from our guy at LewDog777. Golden Knights are actually good on special teams to start the season. WTF. What, four power play goals, three power play goals, and just one goal given up on the kill? Great play <laughs> by the Jets last this, night. After he tweeted this out, then, uh, their penalty kill streak went up in ashes. I oh, that was after he tweeted it? Okay, so Lou Dog. So so Tony tried to jinx the Golden Knights last night I by did. taking them, and then Lou Dog jinxes the kill. But shout out to my daughter, Allie. She's perfect. She's four. She's five and zero now on the season for picks, and she's also maybe a homer picking the Golden Knights every game. But uh, you know what? So be it. You you were actually in a really good spot, Tony. You had three two, I believe. And I think you had Howden and Stone. 
Yeah, and they I connected. Did. So you you almost had the immaculate pick, I guess, in, to some degree yeah, last night. But my daughter was watching. My daughter doesn't watch a lot of the games. I'll, I'll give She's you. I'll concede that club. right now. She's got a fan club though. Now she so wanted to watch the last game, and when it was three two, she was rooting for the Jets to score a goal. Then she was rooting for the Golden Knights to score a goal because oh, she fun. wanted her four three. But then Nick Wass screwed it up and got the empty netter, and she was mad. And all of you out there, you should play the prediction game with your kids. It's a lot of fun, too. Videotape it. Send it in. Let's go. Send them in. It'll be fun. WTF. Uh, WTF, uh, our guy, uh, Craig. You was WTF my daughter right there. I think you're just – because we're into the WTF segment. You just threw WTF in the middle there. Pretty no, I, Allie's the best. That's uh, I know I, you I were doing it on purpose. It was just – the, the timing some... was funny. That's all I'm saying. The timing was funny. <laughs> I saw some fan tweets out there. Go, Allie, go. Like, she's got a fan base now. So she might move ahead of Allie's crushing it. Perfect. Five and oh. <laughs> she might be taking my spot. She might be taking my place rather than little Chris. Or maybe you'll see them both pop up in the screen, but they won't be centered because they don't know where to stand. Okay. Uh, we also have uh, from Craig Seichlag, uh, Craig Button from the TSN broadcast of the Jets. Versus Golden Knights game called Bruce Cassidy, Butch Cassidy, WTF. And that is his nickname. They do call him, oh no. So guys, listen, Tony was chirping you. Get get close to my shoulders here. Tony was chirping you. So here's what I want you guys to do. When you don't like something that mommy and daddy tell you, what do you guys do? Give Tony an eye roll right now. The eye roll. Give him an eye roll. Okay, now mic drop. Go away. Don't say a word. Just leave. And that'll wrap up today's show. You can't get way, better. way to close the show, guys. Good job. <laughs> Allie's eye roll. It's very special. That was really Allie. Tony said your eye roll is special. <laughs> it's extra. It's extra. We appreciate everyone tuning in. Don't forget to join us uh, each and every day coming up on Monday. We will recap this game and everything else that transpires over the weekend and the Corey Perry versus Colasar fight that's going to transpire tonight. For my man, hmm, Tri- I mean, tomorrow night. Not tonight, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, For my man, Chris Colick, I'm Tony Cardasco. Thanks for tuning in, especially our everydayers. We'll see you again Monday right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. Have a great weekend, everyone.